Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. Damn, that's a neat trick. Leaving this Malik unleashed on the world could have irreparable consequences. You have to bring back my daughter. Your gift, there's something so familiar. I don't know what you're doing giving that man that power. Say hello to Anarchy. Probably happens all the time. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. GVN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge? Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right, welcome once again to another installment of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we are getting down to it. We're up to episode 10 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is called Stolen. And uh, it's not a surprise to us because we've already said that Nathaniel was stealing things left and right from people. That's right. Uh, and this is just a continuation of that. But just like every... Uh, Broadcast we do, we will start out with allowing my lovely wife to spill her cups to the audience. So that's what we're going to do again. That was a horrible thing, it's a sounding thing, wasn't Whoa. it? Okay. Well, that might get that might get some new views of people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she threw a bomb and didn't even yeah. cut that out. Um, okay, so it's yeah. trending. Yeah, it's trending. I just snapped the table there. I'm going to try not to do that. Right, try not to we're do that. We're learning lots of things as we go along with our podcast. So, Which means that pounding the table is a no-no. But it seems to work so well for me. I do it constantly. If we had a, only had a band, it would be fantastic. Uh, um, so, so, let's talk about a what? couple of things. Um, thing number one. Nothing makes me more happy than when my watch dings and it says that I made it. That I actually moved. That makes me some kind of happy. I'm going to tell you right now. Right. It's sort of like when it tells you that do you need to breathe. It's like, yes, well, uh, breathe. if I hadn't been breathing well, up till now, I would <laughs> I get it. I do hold my breath a lot. I, I will admit that. Um, but, yeah. Also, on that note, I just want to let you all know that this COVID has really turned me into the laziest person alive. I yesterday called my grandson, told him to bring me the tape measure, then I told my daughter to go measure <laughs> measure something. Well, that's good on him. Uh, because I thought that it was the thing to do while I sat on my throne. So what, what were you wanting measured? It doesn't even matter, really. 
So one of them got the tape measure and the other one used it. That's right. And, and then they told me, and I didn't really believe the measurements. So, you know, there you go. Um, but anyway, that's beside the point. That does not because I, <laughs> Do you measure that right? Do I need to go do it? No, you can go do it again. <laughs> you have the same number twice. I need to know. And then I said, well, that sounds like two inches. You know, measure two, twice, cut sounds, once. <laughs> that sounds like two inches too short. She says, yeah, well, those are two inches off the ground. And I was like, okay, that's not what I wanted. Okay. So anyway, uh, that thing. And so I have now proven. And, and now I get all, pretty much almost all my groceries delivered. I have hardly gone to the grocery store in the last month and a half. I think I pretty much have gone maybe twice. And that's only because I was looking for something that I couldn't find on them. But by now, most of these driven people know, know where we live. So it's like yeah. And wow, you know, just it doesn't matter where it comes from. I don't care. Walmart. And of course, with, Amazon, with COVID, they don't, uh, they hardly ring the doorbell. They just kind of just look yeah, out yeah. on the porch and Same say. Same thing with, with, with deliveries for food, too. Yep. Just stick it out on the porch and hope you, hope you come across I'm it. Turn it. I'm pretty soon I'm going to be walking. With a, a giant waddle, I'm gonna look like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man coming down the street pretty soon. Or, or you better start looking like the uh, captain of the people on. Yes, on Wally. Right. <laughs> just get, I just, just gonna a roll around in my little rolly chair. Well, actually, this little cover chair. Uh, this is smooth sailing. <laughs> I, I have no bone density anymore. That's fantastic. Matter of fact, I look, if I got up, I'll crush myself. Yeah, now I look like the blob of the X-Men. It's horrible. Uh, I gotta stop this. It's, it's gotta end. And look at my hair. It looks like, it looks, look at, I keep doing that. Why, why do I keep doing it? Oh, because oh that really helped. <laughs> Marty! And of course, you're backwards too, so that just messes I just have to do it out of my own mind how it should go. Okay, there. No, that's even worse. <laughs> you finished? No, this uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This beauty segment brought to you by Webline. Here, these are my. This is my. Yeah, it's my brush. <laughs> Who needs a comb when you have fingers? There, perfect. Now I'll just stand like this. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay, so, Marvelous Agents of Shield stolen. So what? Oh, I mean, now this is the, actually the first episode that you and I didn't watch it together. Yes, initially. which is horrible. I don't like that at all. Well, because again, the part of the problem is, is because Marvel's Agents of Shield comes out at ten o'clock at night, and I have to get up at one thirty to go to work. It is almost it is difficult for me to stay up to watch it. So usually, what I've been doing up till this last episode was take a nap, get up in time to watch the episode with her, and then go back to bed. Well, this time. There was no getting up. I just stayed in bed until it was over. <laughs> that was right. uh, so I didn't wake him up because I didn't watch the episode because my daughters were here. We were talking, and then all of a sudden it was eleven thirty, and then they were like, "I guess we should go home now." And I'm thinking, "Yes, you should." Yeah. You ruined my episode. Right. What's wrong with you? It was game over, man. Game over. I was like, Psst. and I went upstairs to see Martin for a second, and I don't know why I decided I needed to. Which wait, and watch wait the sleeping okay. guy. Um, yes, but okay. So you know, you watched it on your own the first yeah. time. Mm -hmm. So give me your first impressions from watching. Since you watched, you know, uh, live and you had no idea what was going to happen. So, well, I feel like uh, we're starting to tie some things together now, um, and I did feel like. I, I had a feeling that after watching this episode, certainly Fitz is alive somewhere, and I feel like he's alive somewhere in the past, which I'm pretty sure is a fact. Um, or if it's not, I just made it up, and it is now a fact. Um, but uh, I, I feel like he's there, and I'm really mad that we haven't seen him yet, but I, I get it. Whatever. Okay, so I, knew I watched it the next day. And this was kind of weird because uh, remember back when we were watching Game of Thrones uh, when Battle of the Bastards came on? Yeah. I was all kind of near the stomach to know what was on. Right. I felt the same way about this episode for some reason. Well, that's because we just came out of we don't know what was going to happen. Well, that's been general. I'm not sure exactly still, I mean, why this episode to me shouldn't have been any different than any of the other. Maybe you had a nervous stomach because I wasn't there to hold your hand while we oh, watched that's, that's what it was. But anyway, that's kind of the feeling I had through the whole episode, which was, again, like I said, kind of weird to me. Uh, but uh, 
It all started out uh, with uh, the young John Garrett. Yeah. Which, which I thought. This, yeah, we, we'll get into this, okay. but, but, but this was a cool thing. But anyway, so, of course, I, I mean, I'm assuming now he's in the same shield bar that they bring back 100,000 times. So, obviously, he's either, uh, he's a shield in tr- shield agent in training there. Right. And the reason I say that is because Nathaniel said he had top scores and right, he was right, a right. great pal out and all that stuff. Uh, so, and of course, anybody who hasn't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the character John Garrett was actually originally in season one. Uh, he was in for like nine episodes, starting with uh, episode uh, 14 uh, in Tahiti. And basically, he was, the, at that time, he was just a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who was the original S.O. for uh, Ward. Ward, yeah, uh, Grant Ward. Uh, and eventually, of course, we find out that he was actually a Hydra guy. And, of course, he became a Hydra guy when he went on a mission and was left he got wounded. Basically left for dead. Right, left for dead they by didn't shield. Right. And they kept coming with excuses why they couldn't come get yeah. him, so he, he got a bad attitude and decided to go a different route. Right. Um so anyway, so of course this is before then. This he's still just a shield agent in training kind of thing. Right. When Nathaniel comes across him and uh basically he tells him that he can give, let him see his future and basically give him superpowers. So uh well he wouldn't sign up for that gig as well. Right. <laughs> Uh, so that's basically what he offered him, because uh, he's. Well, the, he he he's, he's Nathaniel already knew he knew he could be a turncoat. So go ahead and let go ahead while you're still young and vulnerable. Go ahead and get you to right. be a turncoat now. Right, he says he was susceptible right. to that kind of thing, so uh, he took advantage of that. Right. Uh, now, back at the White House, they're trying to just figure out what they're going to do next now that they've saved themselves from the, the you know, the time uh, storm. Right. And, uh, and I thought this part was a little interesting because, you know, Colson asked Matt, okay, so what are we going to do? And he said, well, you know, we're dead in the water here. He said, uh, just, I want you to be you. You tell me if you've got a mission for us, let me know. So to me, it was kind of giving Colson a little bit of his... Carte blanche. Right. To, 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 be, to be the... Um, be the director right. in, a, in a sense. You know, not totally, but still at least giving him that possible, you know, that, that option. Right. And, of course, all he says, okay, he basically listed the obvious, okay, we need to fix the timeline. Uh, of course, we can't let Nathaniel run rough. How are they going to fix the timeline at this point? I know, because they're, 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 they're going to have to go back down to, they're going to have to go back to 1930 and, and somehow eliminate the Chronicoms, and now that they know what happened, yeah, yeah, I don't know how they're going to fix it. Because they've really ruined it now. It's really wrecked. Right. It's so wrecked. Now, of course, they didn't wreck it, but still. It don't matter how it got wrecked. It's wrecked. (laughs) And as you say, I can't think of a way for them to fix it other than go back again to undo what you already did. Or make it where you never went back in the first place. And how do you do that? I, hey, that's that's no problem. The only one one that's going to be able to figure that out is Fitz. And that may be what... Big, uh, okay. So anyway, so they want to uh, fix the timeline. Said, however, that sorry, I, 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 I'm really got issues with them. You're fine. Right. It's okay. I'm here all night to rub because we're in a morning meeting okay. with y'all. <laughs> so, yeah. so there you go. Uh, so again, because they don't want to leave Nathaniel, of course, Nathaniel's taking over Half Life. So they want to rescue the hostages from Half Life, and they want to get. Cora. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and of course, if they can stop Malik along the way, that'd be a great thing, too. Uh, I'll tell you what, I still want to know what happened to the other Malik. Did he kill him? Yeah. I think he said he killed him. I, Somehow or another, that, that, those words. I don't remember him ever saying I don't know, I think he said again, get rid of him or eliminated him or. Like I said, I told you again. Weak and again, I call it justice if he's threw him in the portal like he did him. Well, true. But uh, we have we haven't either way we haven't seen him. Though that was the wise thing for him to do because wasn't it his brother that the one Nathaniel that's now wasn't he the one who was the uh, I think he was the um, troublemaker anyway. No, Nathaniel, was, Nathaniel wasn't anything. He was kind of a mooksop that uh, well, let his brother trick him into going to the portal because he switched the rocks this, on. Take he, this part out right here. No, we're not going to take that no, part take out. Take this part out because 
don't know where I got that thought process. No, so do, do, I think I'm having dreams about this stupid see, show. Thing, I really think I'm having no, stuff. Uh, so it'll make my mind be okay with it. And there is no timeline. Uh, like I said, basically, they were just brothers, just that the fan, I mean, my, uh, Gideon basically tricked his brother into going into the portal instead of him. Like, you know, with, the stone, with, with the stone thing. Right. That's the last you ever saw of yeah, but the stone Nathaniel. Thing was, the stone thing was going on for a long time. I know that, but again, that doesn't have any make doesn't make Nathaniel bad or anything. He was just his brother that he he basically betrayed and uh, sacrificed him so yeah. he could stay alive. So uh, this is the first we've gotten to see of Nathaniel really doing anything, and so far it's not been good. So obviously none of those again yeah, should have killed the father when you had the chance. Uh, but anyway. Okay, so they, that's pretty much what they want to do. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Daisy talks to Gemma because she was a little concerned about when she had her implant removed, how emotional she got. Right. And she's asked, said, okay, did, you know, do you remember? Did something happen? Were you guys, you know, in trouble or something? Goes, no, I don't remember that. Why did I say something when I took the implant off? Don't tell me. <laughs> right. And basically, that's what she's saying. That, you know, because if, if I did, I don't want to know. He says, well, you were... Really upset. You, you were, were inconsolable. Right. You uh, you were devastated. And of course, Jenna doesn't remember, remember any of this because she has the implant back in. But it gets her thinking. He said, if I was devastated, what, what happened? Devastated? Yeah, what, what happened? And of course, her natural thinking is it has something to do with Fitz. Mm -hmm. So, and this was actually not in the order, but I'm going to go ahead and put it here. Then she goes to talk to Deke. Mm -hmm. And Deke is uh, working at, looking at the time, uh, mm -hmm. the jump drive. Because he's wanting to know how come there's, you know, because it was their understanding, at least as Jim had described it to him, that Fitz was controlling the jumps and the jump drive. And he's saying he doesn't understand why it's no longer communicating with Fitz. And she said, well, it's, maybe it's possible that it really never was. That they just programmed it to wherever the chronotoms went, we would go, which is essentially what they were doing. They were just following right. the chronotoms, whichever time they went to. All right. Said, and I've been sending him a message and I haven't gotten anything back from him. So of course, but I thought they weren't. They thought they should have sent right. it out yeah. to the void just. For and the that was my understanding, but apparently now with what Daisy told her, now she's starting to get a little concerned why he's not uh, right, right, answered. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Deke doesn't want to hear any of that. He's saying, right. "No," said, "Don't even talk about that." So he's we're going to figure this out. We're going to yep. so, so we're going to get back home and we're going to get to fit. Don't I don't want to hear any more about that. Right. Uh, she and she said, "Okay, yeah, sure." And of course, you can tell when she's walking away that. She's not sure. Yeah, neither is he. Right. Uh, so they decide that they need to uh, go back to Half Life and rescue the hostages, but they wanted to contact Jaine. Of course, remember Jaine and Gordon went into hiding right. right after the thing. So he tells Gemma, well, this is right as she's talking to Daisy, to come to the command mm -hmm. and ask her to go send a message to the watch that May gave Jaine to come back. I mean, she barely gets the coordinates and boom, there they, boom, right. there they are. And of course, Jaine wants to go and kill everybody uh, and get, you know, uh, get take half like yeah. back and right. get, her, get, her, really get her daughter back. And of course, they said, no, we're going to go get her. And she's saying, well, I don't even know you people. Why should I trust, just, you, no, trust no, you? Listen, you just need to stay here. Right. And, and Daisy's saying, well, you know, we protect inhumans. Just said, you can we'll go get them. Of course, she doesn't know, at this point, she doesn't know Daisy either. Right. Or that she's an inhuman. Uh, and then, of course, she says, okay, well, if you're going to go, I want to go with you. And they're saying, no, you don't need to do that because we've already seen that your presence kind of escalates Cora. She gets real upset. So better that you stay here and we'll deal with her. And she goes, well, that's fine. Okay, I'm going to agree to it. But make sure you bring my daughter back. And, of course, Daisy didn't know that Cora was her daughter. So immediately she goes out in the hall to confront May. Actually, May and Yo-Yo were trying to tell her. Right. right before, oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. before, right, trying to happen. right, right before Jaime suddenly popped in there, right. they were getting ready to tell her this, but they didn't get a chance. So anyway, she goes, "So, uh, how come you didn't tell me about right. this?" And said, uh, "Well, because we were kind of lost didn't in the time storm, and, and there was a mission, right? And we, you know, we were getting ready to tell you when this happened." She goes, "Well, I, then, I, then she goes, well, I can't understand why Jaime never told me about another daughter.'" So, she wouldn't tell her because she'd been born yet. I know. Well, no, she had been. Oh, you mean prior to? Yes. Yeah, so in her timeline, how come Jaine never mentioned the baby? I was assume, well, first of all, I would assume that she didn't tell. First of all, how much time did Jaine really get to talk to her her daughter before she was taken by shield agents away from the compound 
after. No, she meant after, you know, when she went back. When she went back. back. Right. She had, I had an opportunity to tell well, her that. Well, true, but also, uh, I think in the original timeline, her daughter committed suicide because of her power. Exactly. And she probably thought, that's not a really good thing to say. Oh, yeah, you used to have a powered daughter who blew her brains out because right. okay. she couldn't handle her powers. And now you've got these amazingly strong powers. Let me tell you about it so that you can think about that. Okay, so... That's my thought. No, and of course, Daisy's thinking exactly along that timeline. Okay, now her daughter killed. And this is what changed the whole timeline. Mm -hmm. Originally, her daughter committed suicide. Uh, Nathan, Nathaniel stopped her. Right. But but Daisy's thinking that because her daughter committed suicide is why she left Half-Life. Well, okay. be a doctor and, and can be your father. father. Right. right. And so but, now that's not going to happen. That, right. So, so what does that make? Yeah. Don't jump ahead. We're getting there. Mm. <laughs> okay. But exactly right. Okay. So she's thinking that's probably why she never talked about her because she was you know, still upset because she right. lost her daughter. Okay. So now in the meantime. Okay. Now she. Now. Okay. So we talked about this for half a second during the episode. Okay. Um. What I'm thinking about when this happened mm -hmm. was you know pretty much Jayanne can heal herself at, the, at that point yeah though uh we already I know, do that, know we... that i do know that when um when her father crushed her spine she died right and i see that and then of course Nathaniel, <laughs> and i guess maybe nathaniel breaking her neck is no Healing from that, maybe I don't know. See, which but I don't make any, believe yeah, that. See, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense considering they basically they cut, her, cut her, her took all yeah. the organs out, and everything. And, and that's why I'm thinking. So why is she able to heal from that, but can't heal from a broken neck or a broken back? Well, broken back I can see only because you just you just crushed everything, but just broken neck. Well, you just pulled their organs out of them and left them left basically a hole, right? So, so, but you can heal from that. Well, also I think she has to be. But see, she had just sucked some of his energy out of him, out of Nathaniel, which is why I'm wondering if maybe she's going to pop up from that situation. And the only reason I say it's only because she's gotten some, she had sucked some of his, because yes, that's what heals her. Right. Is, is, He's taking other people's yeah, life force on right. him. Which, so uh, I wonder if that know, was just enough to get her to. If she had a little tougher stomach when she could have took the elbow he gave her, she could have finished him up. Sure. sure. Come on. What's the matter with you? Open uh, up, babe. Right. So, um, but again, we're jumping ahead. Right. Um, so, they decide they're going to go to Afterlife to save the hostages, but instead of Daisy wants to go, so no, you're not going. Right. Jaeen wants to go, no, you're not right. going. So it's going to be Mac and Yo-Yo, Coulson, and Gordon, because Gordon can get him into the company. Right. It's going to be a four-man team. It's going to be Mac and Yo-Yo, Coulson, and Gordon. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, Nathaniel has taken Garrett and taken him to Afterlife and is giving him a tour of the facility. Right. And basically says, okay, now we're going to show you how it is that uh, we know these things. So he puts him, takes him to the room where they basically recreated the... Uh, the controls where Colson originally went in and talked to Sybil. You know, they put you put your arms in. Right. And he said, and she's going to show you your future. He said, um, be warned that most people don't like what they see. Because, of course, in his case, he right. gets killed. Uh, so he goes in there and sees his future. Uh, so then he takes him after he does we're, that. We're talking about Garrett, right? Yes, we're talking about Garrett, yes. Uh, so then he takes Garrett into the treatment room where... He has got Lee in a chair, and he's basically sucking Lee's powers out of him and giving them to another guy. And these are guys he's recruited basically from S.H.I.E.L.D.'s past, who S.H.I.E.L.D., he said, did, did wrong, and he rectified the situation. Uh, in this case, in this case, the guy was a mercenary that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. shot his plane out of the sky. And he said, I don't know, what gives him the right to do that? He said, well, what gives you the right to pick and choose who gets powers and things? But, you know, whatever. He's, he's crazy. Uh... So, anyway, so he's, of course, Lee is, has his power was to be able to materialize knives out of his hands. Uh, so he's giving that power to this guy. And Gary is sitting there watching that, and he's going, wow, that's really cool. So what kind of what kind of powers am I going to get? He said, in time, we'll, uh, we'll get you some. But in the meantime, he said that, you know, the process that we're using to do this is much neater than it was before. But it still causes a lot of pain. So he tells Corus and Mr. Lee there is in a lot of pain. I think you need to put him off his misery. 
and I was kind of surprised how easily she decided to kill him. Of course, that probably helped when he said, I should have killed you before. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so, let me help you then. Right, so of course she ends up, whatever she does to him, and kills him. So anyway, so that's her first kill, basically, by order of Nathaniel. So, I don't understand the logic behind killing these people with powers. They're the ones who have the original juice. Why would you kill the original juicers? You mean with the idea that you could take some more from them? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, why don't you have a bunch of people in, like, in a, uh, in, like, the, uh... Well, of course, unlike... Why don't you have them in stasis and have them in, uh, the, the, the framework right. while you're waiting for them to, uh, give you more... Well, well it also could be... Because they can do it right there while they're in the framework and they can still live well, their life. Now, you remember that when he took Daisy's powers... Uh, you know, he hadn't, well, he hadn't perfected, it, perfected yeah. it yet. Perhaps, though, in his perfection of the system, it basically drains it all out of him, so there's nothing left to drain. Oh, maybe because Gordon was very weak. Right. He, he was only enough to get, he only had right. juice to get him outside and then die. Right. So, and I assume knowing Nathaniel, that was probably the case. He wanted it all, and then, right, then he didn't need you anymore. Which, to me, like I said, he already okay. found out Again, that he could take a little bit and it would give him power and he could still have him to get later on if he wanted yeah. to. Uh, but I guess he, you know, he wasn't thinking that far ahead. Surprisingly and enough, it's still which, not. Right, yeah. Which is, yeah, why wouldn't she? She thinks ahead, doesn't right. she? Right, that's what her job. It, yeah, well, okay, okay, so anyway, so in the meantime, the team, the team of four is arriving at Afterlife and Gordon's sitting there. I thought he say looking at a gun, but he can't see. He's got no eyes. Uh, but he says they're holding the gun, and Mac takes it from him. And, uh, yeah, we're no. not giving a blind guy the gun. Right. He said, what? You, that, you, you obviously. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C can see you see right but you don't see. but you don't see so uh so you what you don't trust me <laughs> so, yeah, well, no, no you don't have not. your eyes dude uh, it's a little bit disconcerting so, okay so the plan is is that gordon is going to take colson into the compound to find out where the hostages are once they find out come back mac and yo-yo go in to rescue them so okay but of course the minute uh Colson and Gordon show up. They're, there's Nathaniel immediately waiting at them, and they shoot Gordon. And basically, Colson just agrees to be taken because right. he didn't have to. He could have put up a fight, but he didn't. He just let him, you know, get him because yeah, they already figured I can get right. Away. And I'm an LMD. Right, and I can find out what you know some more right. information because people love to talk, especially right. to me. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so in the meantime. Uh, Colson is led into the treatment room, uh, and then when they took Gordon, when they shot Gordon, they said, take him to be prepped. So immediately, now he's in the truth, but this time, Gordon is attached to Garrett. And of course, Garrett sees Colson and acts like he's with a long-lost buddy, because he's seen the future and right. seen exactly what happens. And he tells Colson, and said that, yeah, I saw, you know, that you, of course, Colson doesn't even know who he is initially. He's sitting there looking at him and says, well, you know who you yeah. are? He says, yeah, you might remember that you vaporized me. And then, of course, he immediately recognized him mm-hmm. as John Garrett. Mm-hmm. And he said, but I'm not even mad. And you know why? Because I got to see you die a bunch of times. <laughs> and uh, and so Colson, this is going to be part of the charmer Colson, says, so yeah, which is your favorite? Mm-hmm. He said, when you got stabbed through the heart by that long-haired guy, that was hilarious. That's funny. Right, that was funny. Right, that was funny. So um they're going ahead and starting to take Gordon's powers from him. And, of course, Colson said, you don't need to do this. He's just a boy. Don't do this to him. 
And of course now Garrett's getting starting to feel the effects of it, but then he's starting to think, wait a minute, Jordan has no eyes. Yeah. Like, what, if I, what, what if I get no eyes now? Yeah, he said, I want to kind of keep the baby blues. <laughs> uh, he said, is that, am I going to be able to keep them? Uh, like, we're really not sure. <laughs> So he's, he's just, you know, he's thinking otherwise now. He's saying that I, okay, no, forget it. I want to get out, and of course he disappears. Right, because he get, and I'm assuming that's why um, Gordon didn't die right then because he had just enough juice left to, to, to get, get out. Yeah, and again, right. which proves your point. You didn't have to take it all from him, right? To get it, give him the right. power. Uh, so anyway, so he he transports and teleports himself. But here's the problem: if you don't take it all, then you got these other. These mer- these these do-gooders who are well, trying to get their powers. So anyway, so he uh, tra- teleports to another room, comes back in, and he's all excited with his new power. And of course, he doesn't know what it's called, and Phil tells him, so you teleported. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, I like that name. Good, Phil. Uh, so uh, he says, okay, so now that you have the power, can you take me where I want to go? I'm not sure why he assumes that he can, but he says, yeah, sure, we can do that. <laughs> okay, so they, he grabs uh, Nathaniel and they disappear. Uh, so their goal is to get to the lighthouse. Right. And, of course, apparently he tried it twice and didn't get him there two third times. Said, well, if it gets third times a charm. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and he said, yeah, so I got you. He said, okay, so now we're going to need to split up. Are you going to be okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, yeah, sure, you'll be okay. Uh, so, in the meantime, while they're arrived at the lighthouse, uh, Garrett runs into May. And, of course, mm-hmm. again, because he's been seeing the future, he knows who May is, and May doesn't know who he is. Right. But, of course, just like Colson, she recognizes him pretty quick. Right. And, of course, she, May's trying to do her May thing, and he keeps disappearing on her. But... Maybe May also she keeps pushing the advantage, so eventually she gets to the point where she hits him, and then she's beating the crap right. out of him. Right. And finally, he disappears just because I can't beat her in a fight. I'm, gonna be... <laughs> I'm just gonna have to leave. Right, so he just leaves. Uh, so while this is going on, Susan has talked to Dave and said, "How come you don't want to talk to your mom?" And he goes, "Well, she can't know. You know, we want to mess up the timeline." I said, "Timeline screwed already." Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, not much more you can screw. Right, right I said, but, you know, you have an opportunity, you know, then he t- she tells him a little about what happened with her mother in the original timeline. He said, well, wouldn't you like to talk to her before all that happened? Right. See what she's like before then? He said, I mean, I myself, there are plenty of people, you know, now that I would love to have a couple, another, you know, another moment with. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, so thank you talking about Peggy. But, uh, so he talks her into going. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll be your chaperone. And if things get too weird, I'll get you out of there. Right. Says, you really are a square, aren't you? He goes, well, that's yes, really I... hard. That's really harsh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes to talk to Jaing. And of course, Jaing is still a little myth, but to her way of thinking, they're kind of keeping her in the dark. Right. Uh, and, you know, I don't know what's going on. She goes, well, you know, just rest assured that we're going to save, you know, save your daughter. But she asks, so what was your relationship like with uh, Cora, she goes. Well, we were inseparable. I mean, for the first few years of her life, she just clung to my leg. She was a sweet, innocent little girl. I said, well, what happened? Terrigenesis happened, and when she got her powers, she couldn't control them. People started getting a little afraid of her, and you know, most of the people around here wanted to tell her to, you know, get her out of there. And she goes, I didn't want to do that because I thought she was worth saving. Of course, she did. She was her daughter. So, but she, you know, as she, her powers grew and she she couldn't control them, she became distant. And, of course, that was the reason why she wanted to kill herself, and which is the reason why Nathaniel was able to basically brainwash her, because mm-hmm. she was just looking for some, any kind of positive reinforcement, and she wasn't apparently getting it from her mom. Right. Uh, you know, and, and as you look at Cora... I wonder if Lee was the father of Cora. That's what I was wondering. Because they look, that, she looks an awful lot like him. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was wondering if that was the who the father was. And because he'd been with her for a long time. Lee right. had been with um, Jane for a long time. And also, that makes me think if... I'm guessing that Daisy's father never knew that. Jiang had a daughter. My guess. Are you talking about? Oh, you talking about? Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm wondering. In the original timeline. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, he, he never mentioned that, it. Well, and, and they, and they, they never, they they ne- well, they never referred about it either. Right. And, and that was why I wanted. That's what happens when writers come up with stories later on. Too. Well, <laughs> that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, but true enough, right? I, apparently, he didn't know about the daughter yeah. because she didn't exist. That took anyway. <laughs> so while Daisy's talking to Cheyenne, she tells her again a, a little about her mother, of course, the same person, mm-hmm. but basically saying that her mother wasn't like she thought she would be. And it kind of went bad. So, of course, Jenny's going, your mother hurt you, didn't she? She goes, I just want you to know that mothers always have the best intentions, but it doesn't always work out like they want. Uh, And, of course, this is when May, right in the middle of this conversation, May calls and says, hey, Garrett and Nathaniel are on the base. So you guys need to go go hide somewhere. So they leave the room, but before they can do anything, there's Nathaniel. And, of course, Nathaniel is... uh, Staring at said, I've been looking for you everywhere. And of course, Jaying asked, well, Where's Coral? He said, well, she couldn't be right here, but she sends her best. And, and I guess she's giving her a, giving him a bad look. She goes, Well, don't look at me like that. What, you're not happy just to have one daughter? And of course, Jaying didn't know Daisy was right. her daughter. And she's there looking at Daisy. And Daisy's well, I, you know, I couldn't, I wanted to tell you, but I couldn't. And she goes, So I'm the one that hurt you? Yeah, but we can't. Let's not worry about that right now. Right. So of course, there's uh, Daisy and Nathaniel are facing off with their quake powers, and uh, he's sitting there telling Jaying the whole story of what happened in Daisy's timeline. Right. Said how uh, you know you uh, and Shield had a you know she was with Shield, you were with the Inhumans, and of course the whole Hydra thing happened, and uh, basically you were getting ready to kill. You almost had Daisy dead when. Uh, your father came no, up. No, she didn't say that. He said, when dear old... Right. Right. And, and that's when, right. Uh, well, she's basically, that's what he's getting ready to tell Yeah, her. but he didn't tell her. Right. That. No, he said, dear old... And he started to say, dad, when a Daisy knocked him against the right. wall. So he gets on the wall. So that was pretty good. And he, then he hits her with like a corkscrew looking thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, see, and this is another thing that I don't necessarily believe. He says that basically because I've had my powers longer than you have, I'm better with them than you are. I don't think so. Has he had him longer than her? Well, I don't get that. We'll see, though. Again, you remember, he got him in uh, 76. I think uh, when they went back. Right. So, uh, and... Another in 83. Right. Doesn't but matter. Again, but she's so, still stronger. Right. I was sitting there saying, said, well, I've never seen him fly. I've seen her fly using mm-hmm. him. Said, uh, basically, all I've seen is you do his usual corkscrew thing. And uh, and you can knock the asses around. You might not know you can do that. Right. Yeah. So again, that's and all part of it. Don't tell him. Right. <laughs> it's a secret. We're not telling. telling you how to use your power. To so be anyway, so uh, so his whole idea. Like, stole him anyway. Right. That he's better with her powers than she is. I didn't. I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so of course, well, uh, once he knocks her into the wall, Jane grabs him by the back of the neck, starts sucking his powers out of him. Right. Uh, that is my. That is going to be. You're ready to bring her back? Yes, because I'm going to think she got just enough juice to crack her neck back in place. <laughs> so, uh, even though Daisy's laying over her right now, crying, speaking, but she's not returned to the, they, they, they haven't caught, they just said she's dead. They didn't say that. I'm thinking she's dead. I don't uh, want her to be dead. No, I want her to bring her back. <laughs> she Okay, so anyway, as we're jumping the gun a little bit, anyway, so she's sucking his, his life force out of him. He elbows her away and knocks her against the wall. And then breaks her. And, right, and then because she started to go back toward him again, and Daisy said, her, Mom, don't. don't. Right. And he snaps her neck. Right. And, of course, now Daisy's really liquid up and pissed off, and the, the whole room's starting to shake, yeah. and he's starting to back up. Because he knows something, the shit's about ready to hit the fan. Right. Uh, and of course, then May comes up and shoots him, just wings him in the shoulder, but he mm-hmm. runs off. Mm-hmm. And of course, May goes after him, but Daisy goes to her mother. Her mother, we're assuming he's dead unless we do a, a bring back, but this is a kind of big thing. Anything can happen. Uh, and I can see how that, again, like I said, if you can, if you can read. That would be my. If you can heal back from bring her back. Yeah, if you can heal back from him, your organs taken out. You should be able to trip from a broken back. And, and she'd already gotten a little juice, so right. I'm gonna go with yeah. Okay, so and I, she might have got some juice and some um and some trembling powers, tremor powers. Okay, okay so so uh, 
after uh, you know Daisy goes to her mother, May's trying to get Miss Daniel uh, back at afterlife. Uh, Colson and Gordon are in the room, and Colson, of course, snaps his cuffs off because he could have done it any time. And he's getting ready to break him out of there, but Gordon says, "You're never going to get out of there." And we never found out because he mm-hmm. used the last of his right. energy right. to transport him out, and he dies. Uh, so Colson is going toward where the hostages are when Matt catches up to him, uh, and then he says, "I'm going to call for Yo-Yo," and before he can even put the thing to his mouth. She's Boy, there. She's there. Uh, Yo-Yo seems, seems faster now with her, now that yeah. she's gotten her thing. Of course, now that she doesn't have to snap back. Uh, so she said the reason she was there is because May called and said that the yeah. they were at the base. A little bit of a heads right, up. Right, a little heads up. So, uh, so Max says, okay, Colson, you go get Cora, and we're going to rescue the hostages. Now, standing guard over the hostages is your the guy who got his newfangled knife skill. You know, we can make a knife come out. So they... <laughs> Uh, Yo-Yo hits him with the world-famous heart-crushing blow of, hey, dummy. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, he materializes the knife and throws it at her. So she speeds up, grabs the knife, rams it into his leg. Mm. And, of course, then Matt comes over and knocks the crap out of him. Uh, so rescuing the hostages was e- easy. And, of course, he tells Yo-Yo, so I'm really digging the up for you. <laughs> uh, so they rescue the hostages. Colson goes in, and Cora's apparently sitting in the room waiting for him. Mm-hmm. knows he's coming uh, so she tells him that uh, yes I, I knew you were coming said I want to go with you uh, and I want to meet my sister because Sybil has told me all about him Colson ices her yeah. and knocks her, knocks her out so the hostages are safe Cora is safe and they're taking him back to the Quinjet but in the meantime Nathaniel and Garrett are still running around the base uh, and Garrett comes across Gemma and Sousa and come to find out their original target that's why they're at the base was Gemma so, right. he, so he grabs Gemma and before Sousa can do anything to stop him they're gone and where they ended up was on the Zephyr so you got Nathaniel Garrett and Gemma on the Zephyr and Deke is still on the Zephyr so I don't know that they know that Deke is still there because Deke was still in there messing around with the jump drive so they jump in the plane and take start to take off and Deke is calling May and saying hey why are we leaving he said well we're not leaving you are he said they've taken the Zephyr and of course we come to find out that the reason that they took the Gemma is according to Sybil every Possibility where they come out uh, not winning, so to speak. Yeah. It's because of Fitz. So they want to know where Fitz is, and she's going to tell them because they're going to stop him from interfering in their plans. Finally. Right. So, which is, of course, the as you said in the beginning, obviously Fitz is still around there somewhere. So maybe that and, and she'd subdue her fear. A yeah. little bit. Yeah, that he's not anywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I, of course I, now I, they want her to tell him where, where he is. And of course, Deke is still there. And like I said, I'm assuming they don't know he's there, though, I guess. See, I would almost think that. Yeah, I think he's in the past, but I don't know how far in the past he is. We're talking about Fitz now. Yeah. Or did is he in the framework, like in some sort of stasis? Of course, I also that he can help her. From there. I could have thought that he might be even in the same kind of situation like Sybil is, where they put him into that kind of virtual, again, very much like the framework. Yeah. Uh, and somehow or another. See, the only way that that could have an issue, if they put him in the past and just brought all of the things that they needed for it to work, you know, or maybe he's in space. Because well, if he's in stasis in space in the frame, see now that would be even better. That's where Enoch and him are. They're up in space. In, you mean the, you mean the, the, the other Enoch? The other Enoch and the other. Again, now they're they're together either in either in the framework in stasis. Their physical bodies are in stasis. Well, not Enoch. He's watching. Going to watch over Fitz, but. Uh, I wonder if that's what they've done now, and they've put him in a place where he can still do what he needs to do from within the framework, being the framework, being the real 
way that he's communicating, you know, because it's a computer system. It's of course, I, I, I even thought, I said, perhaps what happens if Fitz is still actually in that mind prison thing, and all of this has been kind of created for him. I don't know. There's all, kinds of, there's all kinds of things we could get If into. they end this like Bob Newhart, I'd be really <laughs> mad. I get stuck. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so that's pretty much where we're at. So we got uh, Gemma has been captured by Nathaniel and uh, Garrett. Uh, the rest of the team is together in the bottom, so they got to try to figure out what they're gonna, what they're going to do. Uh, Deke is on the Zephyr with Gemma, uh, and we got three episodes, two weeks left. Three episodes left to get this and all it's ironed it's out. One and two, a double. Right. So uh, we got next week's episode, right, and then we got a two-hour final. All right. Uh, which is what they did last year for season six. Um, overall thoughts of the episode. Now let's get into young J- John Garrett. Uh, of course, they excellent casting. Right. They, I thought yes, they casted Bill Paxton, who played the original John Garrett. They casted his son James. Right. Which, who looks just like his right. and, I, and he captured the the, the swagger of yeah. the original, he, he really did a good job. Although, awesome. and, and he captured it also with some of the some of the um, uncomfortableness of youth, like when yeah, I, exactly, it was perfect. It, it was like it was like yeah, because because he didn't know what he could do yet. Yeah, so once therefore, he got his so yeah, like so he, therefore he, he was kind of when um, he jumped away from me and ended up falling through a shoe. And he did what everyone does, right? When you fall down, you go to the ground. Yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah. It's good, right? Uh, so, uh, great job of casting. I uh, said, uh, and to be honest with you, when I first saw the clip, I never realized who he, who he was. I can tell you what, all I had to do was smile. Right. Smile perfectly. <laughs> so, uh, and of course, I, we're assuming that he will be in the next episode because, yeah. you know, so uh, great casting there. And pretty much because of that, he was my performer of the week uh, because, you know, he had some shoes to fill, yeah, right. <laughs> and he and he did it. Did a good job. Right, did a great so, job, actually. So now again, and you had mentioned before. Now, how is this going to affect Daisy? And that's why I like, feel like she's got to be alive, because then what? Daisy, Daisy disappears. Daisy is nobody's daughter. Right, nobody's said, and, and this is what again, you know, you totally got the same deal with Deep. You said no, if right. if they don't have a daughter, then he's not born because he's right. the grandson. So time's a stupid thing. <laughs> you can never figure it out. And, well, and that's right why you don't mess with it. Right. Well, that's that's what Mac that that yeah. so will tell you, don't be messing with it. Uh, and so do you think we're going to see Fitz before it's all said and done? Yeah, I do. I think I think maybe the last episode, maybe they'll, they'll bring him out um, possibly. I don't know that we'll see him next week. Maybe, maybe not. But I feel like maybe the finale we'll see him. Right. And, uh, I um, I'm, I'm very hopeful for a couple of things. I'm hopeful that Jiang fixes herself. I really want that. I really don't want her to be dead. That's just too much. That's just too much. And uh, and Fitz. I want. I want to see Fitz. Uh, and I want to see Fitz with their daughter, who should be some age by this point and I think we're going to see Enoch I do because I think he's with Fitz now again I, and I think that is a strong possibility because again when Enoch went back in the past with them the original Enoch should still be somewhere there as well because he was around for 30,000 years so he should I have been I don't know okay so how about Grant Ward you think you might see Grant Ward well, I would think that we're going to see him because Garrett is still young at this moment. And we're in a time frame where, where Ward hasn't really, probably Ward has just been born at this point. So, no, he's, and probably, are, he's probably still too young. We've already seen, you know, from the framework, what can happen with Ward if he has a different mentor. Right. Because he had Victoria Hand as a mentor and he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. He had... Uh, John Garrett, you're a bad guy. Who's not, who yeah. knows what's what's? Yeah, because it could be a totally different right. situation. So uh, and so, it would not shock me if they involved him, especially now that John's kind of went on his own little tangent here, as opposed to his original history. Uh, that they could bring in uh, Ward 
in the final two. Now here's, anoth here's another oddball thing to just think about for a second. Um, you know, you know, Daisy's pretty much been in love with everybody on the <laughs> show. So, um, you know, does her her real love come back because he doesn't end up Lincoln? Any, yeah. Uh, you, you can play around with that all day long. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff that could happen in that last episode. Yeah, uh, and like I said, we got the... But weeks. then again, see, again, here we go. There's so many things that now have gotten screwed up because of this timeline. Jai Yang will not go on the, the trip to meet um, Daisy's father if she actually comes back to life. Or that whole thing, none of that happens at this point. I said, I'm, I'm curious to see exactly how, unless they say, unless and that doesn't happen. So then, what happens with May? May and her boy and her husband, because none of that, there won't be any Terry Genesis thing happen because none of that stuff will have happened. Uh, I look forward to see what they do with this whole, how they're going to go wrap this up because. I know they could, they've said in the beginning before it seems like all the fans are going to be satisfied with what happens here. They said the same thing about Game of Thrones. Well, that didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I said, we got three episodes left, uh, you know, and that's pretty much it for Stolen. Uh, and they're stealing everything, stealing power, stealing gemmas, stealing everybody. Stealing all my right, ideas. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the really important part of it. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so the next episode is called A Brand New Day. All right. And then we just got the one. Now, talk about great planning by me, uh -huh. which really yeah. had no great planning, is that I'm off the week of the final. So uh, none of that happened. That means we get to watch right. it and podcast it right after. Right. So theoretically, yes. Now, now we'll, will we podcast it right now? We'll probably do it the next But week. we could because I don't have to work the next day, right. which is a, that's a great thing. I can't believe I planned it so well. Uh, and it just happens that it's our son's birthday. Yeah, it's his birthday on the day of the um of the, of the Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to him. See? Okay. Lucky kid. He has no idea what's going on with it. But, but it's great. Yeah, that's our That's our gift. To us. <laughs> For him. Great. Thank you, sir. It was our fault that he was born. <laughs> our fault. <laughs> yes. It was our fault. fault. It's, it's an accident. We, yes. No, it wasn't. Okay. So, in the meantime. There was no accident. Are you done? We just kept accidenting it. Oh, never mind. You yeah. were done. <laughs> so, in the meantime, I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. We'll catch you next week on another Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Bye. Bye. It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.